Today is Ezra's coming out. See, okay. Today is uh, January third, twenty twenty-four, and Joey's back. Welcome back. Daf Samich. What's today? Aleph Bet. Bet. Samich. Samich Bet. We stopped on Samich Bet, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Okay. Eight or ten lines from the top of the page. Yeah. Yeah, there's one right there. There's, there's a big one there also, right there. The first one. Okay. Okay. First word on the line is Bilvan. It's about ten lines down. Amarava. Anoten dinar zahav leisha veAmarla has zaharibo shel kesefu. Okay. So he gives the woman a gold coin and he tells her, "Be careful with this silver, this silver coin." Hezikato, she damaged the coin. Meshalemet dinar zahav, she pays gold even though he told her it was silver. Why? Mishum de Amarla. Because he tells her, my who gave you the right to damage what I gave you to watch. I'll give you a watch over it. Take care of it for me. I told you it's, it's silver, but it, but it was gold. doesn't make a difference. You damaged it directly. So if you damaged it, so then you're going to pay what you damaged. And she says, my uh, She says, What? She burnt it. or She threw it to the ocean. It's not the same with what we finished off yesterday's class with, where he asked for his friend a place to pile up barley, and he put wheat, but he only pays the barley price. Why? Because fire, you didn't directly light the Gadish over there. If I, I lived by my place and it traveled, and then, so right. over here, we're talking about she took the, th- the coin and she threw it in the ocean. Okay, so she has to pay the gold even though she was only told it was silver. Okay. But it's, what? Um, okay, no, it's fine. Okay. Pasha Abo, she was negligent with the coin now. Uh, she says, She didn't watch it properly and got lost. So it says, she only, Now she only pays the silver price. Now even though it was gold, she's only paying silver. Over here she wasn't directly damaged, she was a negligent. Why? The Amra she can say back to the guy, When you gave me this coin to watch it, you told me it was silver. I watched it the way I would watch silver. If you told me it was gold, I would have watched it much more carefully. Can't she make okay. the same claim in the first case? Because over there she directly damaged the coin herself. But so what? So there's a difference between direct say, damage I would, versus I would negligence. Have damaged it if I knew it was gold, you told me it was kissing. No, you can't claim that. You have no right to damage my silver one either. You have no rights to do any damage. Over here you were just negligent. Negligence on Shmira, okay, I, I watch it the way I would watch silver. I would, if it was gold, I would have watched it more carefully. She can make that claim. When you directly damage it, you have no right whatsoever to damage it. You accept it to watch it. You can't damage it. And therefore, you pay the full price. Okay. You learn this statement, right? But in the name of Rava. We learned the same rule, but we learned it from the Mishnah. Where? Right? We had this yesterday. You had a, 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 what do you call it? a pile of wheat, 
and you cover the outside layer with barley. So it's yeah. barley outside, wheat inside. Se'orin v'hatpan v'hatin, the opposite. It was barley pile and you covered it with wheat. Enu mishalim, elad se'orin bilvad. Okay, what are you paying? Barley. So alma amar leni tiruta de sarek habili alai hachanami amar leni tiruta de daiva loki bili alai. Right, because over here, what happened? It make no difference if it was barley or wheat or wheat or barley. If I had told the guy barley, he only pays barley, even though technically it might have been wheat. Why? Because when he, when he when he gave you permission to put the pile in his house, he's watching it. He was watching only the value of barley. Oh, what it was wheat doesn't matter. And therefore, you see from the same case, so like over here, he only accepted upon himself the value of watching barley, so he pays barley, even if it was wheat. Over here too, she only accepted upon herself the value of watching silver, even though it was gold. Okay, fine. Amarav. Shabait milta anamahi. Rav says, you know something? I heard a halakha, I heard some chidush, uh, you know, in Devrede Bi Yehuda, and I can't remember what it is. Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says to Rav, Says uh, Abba, he calls Rav Abba, I mean, right? And he says, the, the master doesn't remember that a Biuda who holds on Tamun Be'esh, remember things that are covered, right, inside a pile regarding fire. We saw yesterday and the day before. Machloke the Biuda Vechachamim, if Tamun Be'esh is Chayav Patur. According to the Biuda, it's Chayav. It's patur. Yeah. So Shmuel says the chidusha you heard about Rabbi Yehuda who holds that tamun be'esh is chayav was asu takanat nigzal be'isho. They made the takana of a person who was who was uh, who had theft stolen from him. The, that takana applies to fire. Now what's takanat nigzal that you want to apply to fire? So look at Rashi. Rashi says asu takanat nigzal be'isho ki hechi the tiknura banan la nigzal li Kama gazlu v'ito. Okay? They made a takana for a person who was stolen from that he can swear what was stolen and get his money back. When we get to Masechet Shavuot, we're going to learn, there's a general rule. Kol an nishba'in, nishba'in, ve'enan mishalmin. Your swear is to make you patur from payments. That's the way swears work in the Torah. But, the rabbis will metaken certain people that were concerned that they're going to swear falsely. So we flipped the swear from the person that was going to make himself patur to the other person who was going to now collect money. And the Mishnah continues, it says, v'notlin. And this is the list of the people who swear and can collect. One of them is the person who was stolen from. Why? Because the other guy is a gazlan. He's a thief already. Right. I don't trust him to swear. I know that he stole. So therefore, what's his swear worth to me? Nothing. So I switched the swear to the person who was stolen from. And he swears what was stolen, and the thief has to pay for that. And there's no more uh, Not when it comes to the scenario with Gazlan. We know he's, we know he's a Gazlan. We know, we, know, we know he has. Uh, we know the guy embezzled the money. We don't know how much was it. Swear. You swear, he has to pay you. Normally, we tell the person, let's say the Shomer was watching an object. And it was a Shomer Chinam, and it got stolen. Where he's patur. We make him swear. You swear that you didn't that, that it really got stolen. That's all you have to do. And then you don't pay. And that's the general rule for all swears in the Torah regarding monetary cases. They swear not to pay. Okay. There's an exception to the rule, four or five of them, okay, that are Elunish Ba'in Vinotlin. This is the list of people that swear and get paid. One of them is a guy who had stolen. So now he says, according to the B Yehuda who holds Tamun Be'esh, they made the same takana for the guy who had an item underneath the pile to swear what was there, how much to value, and he could collect it from the fire guy. 
Because according to Biuda, Tamun Be'esh is Chayav. But what got, what was in there? It got burnt. We have no idea. You swear and you get what you call it. That's what the statement is. Good? Okay, okay now we have background. We can understand it. So now it says like this. Ama Shmuel Loya da Abba, first wide line. Mashmiyale le Biuda de Mechayav and Nisket Tamun Be'esh. You don't remember what he told us? He said, Asu Takanat Nigzal Be'isho. They made the takana that they have for the nigzal with the fire. So go back to Rashi one more time now. He says, Rashi says, Asu takana nigzal ki hechi de teknu rabbanan la nigzal li shabak kama gazlu v'yitol. Right? Just like they made this takana for the person who was stolen from to swear how much was stolen and he could collect from the thief. Ditnan b'masechet shivuot elu nishba'in v'notlin. The list of people that would swear and then get paid. Who are they? Hasachir, a worker. To swear how many hours he worked and collect from the boss. And there's a few others. This is a, only a partial list. Okay. And so too, they says, says Shemuel that the Biuda holds that the person who had an object that was hidden under a pile that got burnt, and now he could collect according to the Biuda, will swear what was there and how much it was worth. Fine. Okay. By Amemor, asutakanat nigzal b'masur Okay. Question, Amemor asks, does this takana also applies to someone that was masur? What's masur? Well, masur is the moser who went to the government, right, and squealed on somebody, and now the government came and, re and repossessed or recollected or whatever they did, right? So he's the masur. The moser is the guy that's the one that speaks. To the guy, and the masur is the one with the item taken away. The question, the victim. He's the victim of the moser, correct? Okay, the victim of the moser. And the question now is, I'll put this away so I can see Ezra. Yeah, the victim of the uh, of the moser is there a takana for him to also just swear how much was taken away and let him collect from the moser? Right. Good. That's the question of Amimor. Asu takanat nixal be masur olo. Says the Gemara, Ali ba demand amal lo dayninan dina degarmi. According to the opinion that holds, right, that garmi is patur. Now, there's two types of damages. There's something called grama, and there's something called garmi. And the distinction between them is very, very uh, thin line, okay? Grama, we understand, is a causation. It's not a direct damage. Garmi is also a type of causation, except that it's an immediate result, Okay, number one, there's two criteria for garmi. Number one is it's an immediate result, and it had to. Number two is that it had to come directly from me, not from my money, from my assets. It's a direct result from one of my actions that I did physically. Okay, so that's what we call fall under the category of garmi. And there's a mahlokit if you hayav on garmi or not. Everyone agrees grama. Benizikin is patur. Everyone agrees. So my animal caused some kind of damage, whatever it was, assuming it's not the short or the boar, whatever those type of things, some kind of, uh, of damage, that, that's going to be patur for grama. Or I did an action that caused something later on, down the road, to something to happen. That's grama. But over here, it was a direct result of my, of, of my actions, and it was me. So the, the Moser is a good example. I went to the government, I squealed to the guy, it was me directly, right. and immediately they sent the police, it was out. Immediate risk. That's gra right. that's garmi. So the question now is, according to the, do did we have this takana that the person who is the victim of the moser can swear how much was taken away and get his money back? So according to P, it says garmi is patur. There's nothing to talk about. Right. It's patur anyway. So forget about it. Ella, right? Loti ba'ilach, hiti ba'ilach, 
According to the one who says Garmi is Chayav. Okay? We're in the fourth wide line on Samich Ben Ezra, Amur Alf. Says man, according to that opinion, Asu Takana Nixal Bimasur, the Mishtebavi Shakil Olo. Did they make this Takana for the person who is the victim of the Garmi or not? Says the Gmana, Tiku. Tiku. Okay? So we don't know, and therefore, obviously, in the case of monetary rules, Tamut Sibahavino. Yeah, fine. How Gavra? No, but Gadmi, you said, would not be a cause of money. So there's no. No, no, what do you mean? It is a cause. It causes the cause of the, no, the direct damage. His money that was the causation wasn't caused with his money. You said. No, not correct. But here, this is my word. The guy's words. He was he was Moser. That's his action. Are you saying? Do we take the money from? Do we take the money from the Moser to pay for his what he did? Right. That's the question. Right. Take off. And therefore, how much is Okay. Is there a time frame? Meaning it has to be like a direct. Me. It has to be direct damage, like immediate damage. Saying the guy, like uh, the cases that we had uh, last week, where you left the fence. Uh, right. So that would be grammar. That's grammar because I don't. Know, it, it could happen. It, it might not happen. happen. It might happen. This is. Right. It's gonna happen, and it's right away because right. of what you did. But I'm saying, would you, it would you classify that? Let's say the animal sitting on the fence, like waiting to get out, and then you open the fence, and he goes. Right. So that might be. That might. That might be. Only preference is, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Garmi doesn't apply to unless it's me. My animal will never be garmi. Can only be grammar. Ah. It was me. It has to be me that caused the damage, not my right, animal. Third yeah. Yeah. We're gonna get to the whole sugya of garmi grammar. It's kind of we're gonna get there eventually. I think it's in Mitzi. Ah. Okay. Tiku. Okay. Hau gavra. There was a guy. The batash bechaspeta de havre. Chaspeta is like a safe. Yeah. She says algash shemanichim boksafim. It's my safe. Batash is he kicked. He kicked. The guy is safe. Shadye bin Nahara. It went into the river. Atamare came the owner of the of the shaif. There's twenty-two thousand four hundred and thirty-seven dollars in my safe. I want to get paid. Yativ Rav Ashe is deciding now. What do we do with this case? Right? Kihai Gavna Mai. What do we do in this scenario now? Because we don't know how much is in the safe. No idea. Right? So Mahok about who said it? Love Hainu Matiti. He says, "What do you mean? This is, isn't this our Mishnah? What does Mishnah say?" He says, "Diknan Omodim Chachamim Lerbi Yehuda BeMadlik Et Habira SheMeshalem Kol Ma SheBetocho SheKen Derech Bnei Adam LaAniach BaBatim." In our Mishnah, we said we had a Mahok about Tamun BeEsh, and Rabbi Yehuda was Mahayev and Chachamim Mopoter. And then the Mishnah at the end said that the Chachamim agreed to Rabbi Yehuda. In a silo, when you set your friend's silo on fire, that you're going to pay for wheat inside, yeah. even though it's covered. Why? Because you know what's in the silo, right? So over here too, you know what's in the safe, right? Yeah, so he says, know. you know what's in the safe, you don't know how much is in the Good. safe. Good. So the Gemara says, If the guy was claiming cash in the safe, you're right. A safe is for cash. Hacha de katain marganita. He's claiming he had precious stones inside the safe. Okay? And therefore, my. Mimanche inche marganita bechaspa. The people put pearls of marganita, really, literally pearls, but it can mean precious stones, whatever, diamonds. Does he put the people put them in the safe? Olo? Or not? Tiku. Is it normal for someone to have pearls in the safe? Yeah. That's his question. Yeah. It depends on the guy, right? Yeah, it could be a rule, by the way. Right, so we'll see. We're, we're, we're going to get into that in a second. Now, maybe it depends on the guy now, right? Because now the guy's claiming, if you tell me the guy had cash in the safe, yeah, you're right. Whatever he says, that's that's the Mishnah. Chachamim or Modeh, the Machamim would be Modeh. Yeah, yeah, he would have to swear, but it would be Modeh, that he would have to pay. 
Okay, but now he's claiming precious stones. Right. Okay, which could be a much larger number. Right. Is that normal or not? Says Malatiko. Okay, I'm a leir of Yemal, Rab Asher. Ta'in kasa de kaspa bebira mai. If the guy claims right that in the tower, meaning in his house, let's say whatever in his silo, he had a silver cup in there also, besides the whatever he's storing in there. And he knows that the, it was, let's say, the wheat, and we're going to make him pay for the wheat, Chachamim's opinion, where he lit the silo on fire. And he also claims, by the way, that there's a silver cup in there. Okay? So now, what would Chachamim say about the cup? Because again, as it is now, they're already been mehayev on the tamun. Because we said, the modeh, in the birah, that what's inside, you're going to pay for. So once you're paying for what's inside, are we going to pay for everything that's potentially going to be said by what was inside? We're going to say, no, no, no. Only what's normal to be inside there we're going to pay for. That's and what's not idea. normal, maybe you're not going to pay for. Right? That's so what that, we're talking about here. That's correct. That's what I'm saying. It's, 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 almost, a, it's almost a continuation of the conversation at this point, right? Because right. I'm not saying, okay, well, well let's, well, let's see the answer, and then we'll go back and look again at the case of the, of the safe. So he says like this, Amar Yemar Yemar Ashe, Ta'in Kasa de Kaspa, he's claiming a silver cup, Bebira, in this tower, in this silo. Mai, what do we do with that? Amale Hazina, we look. If he's a wealthy guy, that'd be known for him to have a silver goblet, silver cup. Inami, or potentially he's not wealthy, but Inish Mehemna, he's a very trustworthy person who the Mifkede in Shegabe. The people would give their silver to him to watch. Then Mishteba Vishakil, like Ezra said, he'll swear. And even the Khachami could say you would get paid in that scenario. The Ilah and if he's not wealthy or he's not a trustworthy person then he can't claim because he's not wealthy. why why would you have a silver cup why, why, would, why would you think you have one of those right fine so I would say that might apply back to the to the case also if your guy's a jeweler and it's normal for the jeweler to keep his diamonds in the safe right. and he claims diamonds yeah you know but if he's not a jeweler right. and he's claiming diamonds well, it's not within your power to claim that money you could claim jewelry you can't claim okay What's the difference between a gazlan and a hamsan? Hamas, hamsan, right? What's hamas and what's gezel? So Amar le hamsan yahiv deme gazlan lo yahiv deme. He says a hamsan forces the sale but pays. It's mafia. He forces you to sell and he gives you the cash for it. But he's, you don't want to sell, he doesn't give you a choice. That's a hamsan. A gazlan takes it without paying. Okay? And I says, time out. Yahiv deme hamsan karitle. The guy who pays cash, you call him a hamsan. Okay? Ravuna says, if they hung a guy up and they strung him up and forced him to sell and he sold, it's a valid sale. So you can't call the guy Hamsan if you tell me the halakha is if the guy was forced to sell and he sold and he took the money, we say it's a valid sale and he can't come claim Mekah Ta'ud or Mekah forced Mekah or whatever and we don't say we say tough luck you sold it. So then you can't call the guy Hamsan because we're saying it's a valid it's a valid transaction. This is la kashya. It's not a contradiction. Ha de amar rotseani, ha de lo amar rotseani. Okay? When we say taluya vizavin, zavina zavine, is when he says rotseani. I want, I accept. Okay? I want to sell it. Meaning, we forced him into the sale. But at the table, we said, you want? And he said, yes. Okay? Yes. But if he said yes, um, it's only khabsan if he says no to the last second. And, then, and still says no at the transaction and still says no after, that's a hamsan. Okay?
Fine. And in that case, are we creating, uh, are we considering it a valid sale still? So, Hamsan is not. Hamsan is not a valid sale. It would not be a valid no, sale. No, no. Mm-hmm. Good luck to you when you can cry and get it back from the guy who's a That's mafia. But saying. if you can get it back, good luck to you. Well, you know, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Fine. We have some time. We'll go look at the Tosfot on the bottom. Mishnah. Mishnah Samich Bet Amud Bet. Top of the page. Gets Sheyatzami Tachat Patish. So that's the spark that jumps from the bottom of the hammer. So when they make a, the blacksmith is banging on the metal, right? Whenever he's banging, and a spark jumps. But the I was thinking of the embers. Yes, so the embers. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh-huh. absolutely. Lands on the clothing of the people, burns a little hole, a little or thing, the next yeah. house. or the house, or on dry leaves and starts a fire, and yeah, absolutely. So that's this case. Gets shiatsami. This might, this might be, this might be even worse. Because this is, I should know that the, the embers might come, might not come. If I don't, depends if it's windy, not windy. But over here, when I'm banging on the metal, the you sparks are going. You know what's happening, right? So get shiatsami tahat apatish vizik chayav. The blacksmith is obligated for that. Why? So he, he, you know what's happening. That's that's your job, right? Fine. Gamal shayataun pishtan. We learned this. Ve'avar bereshut arabim. You have the camel that's loaded with flax, and he's walking in reshut arabim. Nichnas pishtano letocha chanut. If the flax is overloaded on the camel, right? It's big, a wide load. You know, you drive on the highway, put the sign behind you. Wide, wide load. Is there a wide load on the camel? He's walking reshut arabim, and now it's sticking out into the stores on the in the reshut arabim. Yeah, we learned it. V'dalko beneroshel chenvani. And the flax caught fire from the shopkeeper's fire inside. He has a candelabra, has lights on in his store. Caught fire, right? And then the the camel, whatever, continued walking and ended up lighting, uh, you know, uh, some kind of silo, some kind of somebody's tower. He overloaded it. He was the mazik. It went into the place where it wasn't supposed to be. The pishtan went into the chanut of the of the uh, the storekeeper, which is the shute achid. You know, the camel doesn't have right to go into the shute achid. So the, the owner of the camel is responsible. He was negligent by overloading his camel and allowing the flax to go into. Yeah, what's the matter? Even if he didn't overload it. If he didn't overload it, no, 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 not necessarily true. Because where was the fire? If to see, was the fire allowed to be there? Because because the camel went into the shuta yachid and took the fire that was allowed to be there. That's why the baal kam. Because if the fire was in a place where it wasn't allowed to be, we let the baal fire make not the camel. If the camel's in the shuta rabim and the fire's in the shuta rabim and the camel's allowed to be in the shuta rabim and the fire is not allowed to be in the shuta rabim, then the fire guy is going to be chayav over here. The fire was allowed to be in the shuta rabim. It's in my store. Your flax oh, went in. Fire's in, in the shuta rabim. Yeah, the no, the camel's in the shuta rabim. The flax is overloaded and On leans him. into the shuta rabim from the camel. Right. It's, it's wide load. Okay. And now I have it in, and it goes into my store and I have my candle over there. Right. And I need to see what I'm doing. And the flax caught, caught fire. Well, and the flax has no right to come into my store. Right, but I'm so saying with, right, I'm saying with or without not with or without the camel being overloaded, if he walked into my store with the flax and the flax caught on fire, it would still be balagamal. Why do I need the, the overloaded concept? No, it's just the, 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 no, no, because if I walked, we say my, my I, I, they can't bring the camel into the store. Nobody he walks goes. past the store. And that's what happened. Uh, so and that's what happened. If it's overloaded, that's the problem. No, Rich, you're saying if it's you're not saying, overloaded, if, you're because saying the flax the would fire, never get into the store. Yeah, it yeah, the fire because the, the fire is is allowed to be a shudachid, and the camel's not allowed to be a shudachid. No, that's yeah. the bottom. So what, whoever went into the place where they're not allowed to be, that's the guy's gonna be chayav. So you're considering stuff that's on the camel, even though he's in the shudarabim per se, his body. You're considering whatever's on negligence on the on the driver. On negligence the driver. on the camel driver. Negligence. You overloaded the camel. You know where you're walking. You know there's things over there. Right. Negligence. 
Technically, the camel is in Rishut Arabim still. Yeah, it is, but the Pishtan is not. That's the case. Right. Okay. Because so it says, Nichnas Pishtano, the Tocha Chanut. That's what right. it says, right? Okay, what about the other way around? The grocer has now the fire outside in the Shutrabim, where he's not allowed to put it. Right? Now he's going to be responsible because he put the fire where it's not allowed to be. Because the camel driver should be careful on Hanukkah. He knows everybody's cow is outside. And therefore, when he, when he put it outside, bit of shoot. That's when the camel driver will be a chayav, or, or at least the grocer will be patur. Okay. Gemara. Amar Avinam Shmederava Shmaminam Ederi Biyudan Er Hanukkah Mitzvah Lanicha Betoch Asara. Must be the mitzvah right of Ner Hanukkah is to put it within ten tefachim. Okay. Why? The Isal Kata Atach Lemala Me Asara Amaya Mar Biyudan Er Hanukkah Patur Lema Lehava Lela Anuche Lemala Migamal Verochbo. Because why would the Biuda say with Ner Hanukkah you Hayav? Why can't meaning the 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 um, the, uh, the the shopkeeper would be patur? Why can't the person who was damaged tell the shopkeeper you should have put the Ner Hanukkah at a place that's higher than the camel and its rider, the where there's no risk anymore? The fact that you left it down, you should be the fact that you don't say that, which means that it must be the mitzvah is to put put, put the, the menorah within ten tefachim of the ground where it's still in the height of the camel with its rider. Right. Okay. Must be must be mitzvah to hang it within ten. With put within ten. Amar lo. Amre. Sorry. Amre lo. No, not necessarily true. Leolam emalecha afilu lemalam asara. I could tell you really the mitzvah that you could put it even higher than ten. Umay amart. And what are you going to say to me? Ibaylach laanucha lemalam igamal berochbo. That that what that, I, that the shopkeeper should have put the minorah higher than the camel and its rider and not you know to avoid the uh, the potential damage. Since he's in the middle of doing a mitzvah, they didn't sit over here and make him take out his tape measure, where to put it, where to hang it, where to do it. No, no, finish. Fine. And therefore you can't infer anything. Right, that if you put it above 20 amot, everyone agrees that that's pasul. Just like the rules for sukkah, which the defanot have to be discharged, has to be within 20 amot, and mavoi, the lechi, the, the korah, has to be within 20 amot. So the question over there is the question over there is where you where you starting from? The floor, the floor outside or the floor? Yeah, Hadran Lacha Kones. Yalla. No Mishnah. No Mishnah. No Perik. Perik Mirubeh. We're going. What are you? It's only eight seven forty. Seven thirty five. Where are you going? You have somewhere to go? So there's no. I don't have my wife. That's not. It's 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 so payment of kefil. Let's just back up it for a second and just get a little background information. Kefil is paid when a person steals something. Ganav, not gazlan. Ganav, which means you stole, you stole, and you tried to hide the fact that you stole. And then you were found guilty in a court of law for theft by a deem and a judge. You paid kefil, double damages. If you're more to the thief, to the theft, to the theft. To the theft you don't pay. You only be found guilty. Good. If you're a gazlan, where it wasn't theft, you, you brazenly stole in daylight, 
and you weren't afraid to hide that you was you the thief, you don't pay kefil either. It's only for ganav. Number two. That's pretty. That's counterintuitive. Yes, it's a little bit. Well, it's a little bit not so counterintuitive. It's, it's a, the guy that the guy that's uh, the guy that's uh, trying to hide it thinks uh, you know that he can get away with it. So we want you to be more more careful with that that, that type of guy. We want to make sure that he doesn't think about stealing. Right, oh, so okay. it's, it's a it's a de- it's a deterrent yeah, more for him. Don't think you're going to get away with it. If you get caught, you're going to you're going to really get the right. the other guy. He doesn't care. Is it, uh, okay, 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 either way. Right, right, right. Okay, but tashlume is payments in the Torah that requires a person who stole a sheep to pay and just stole and then sold or slaughtered the sheep. Right? So I stole your sheep and then I sold it to somebody else or I stole your sheep, I slaughtered it, made a barbecue, I pay for, I pay back four sheep. Get in plus. And if it was an ox, I pay back five. Okay? So now we're saying now. That's the general rules. Now the Mishnah comes and tells me that Kefel has a, a, a chumrah over arba'ah Kefel is greater than the four or five payment. Why? Shemidat tashlume kefel noheget ben bedavar sheish boruah hayim ben bedavar sheem boruah hayim. When it comes to paying double, we don't say that it, that that it has to be a live animal. It could be anything, any inanimate object, anything at all that you stole. You have to pay back double. But when it comes to the port four payment or the five payment, then that's limited only to sheep and ox, like I just said. Okay. Person who stole a ox, an ox, or a sheep, and slaughtered it or sold it. Right? Says Shalem Shalem. Right? I forgot what the pasuk. The rest of the pasuk is Arba Arba Ase Tahadashe. Right? Chavisha Tahada. Let's read the pasuk. Uh, that's the pasuk. Okay. So, so just some questions on this. I'm sorry. Yeah, let if me just finish the Mishnah yeah, one second. Yeah. If a thief stole from a thief, so Mr. A stole it and then B stole it from A, and he found B is found guilty, he doesn't pay double to A. Right? Someone who slaughtered, if he stole it from a thief and then slaughtered it, he also doesn't pay four or five. Because it only says Mibala, Mibala, something. But open Pasuk, it says in there. Well, that's the from the owner itself. Not a thief, yeah, the thief for that particular. Yeah, right. The guy, the first thief is not the owner. It's only when you took it from the owner that you pay the penalties. If you took it from a thief, you don't pay the penalties. Now you can ask your question. Go ahead. So what, if I so is it only limited to um, short and se in terms four of four and five, five is only short and only se. Correct. I'm careful. Correct. Okay, and if I don't slaughter it, then I get I pay I pay that I pay back that, then the rules of the regular gana gana. If it's ganavo gazan whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm saying it's careful. Correct. So only time is the uniqueness of arbaba hamachar tabachu machar and it's and within short and se. That's it. That's it. Like the Mishnah just said. Yeah. Now the the se, se is an inclusive term. We'll learn them. Yeah. It might include it'll include goats, sheep and goats are the same. They both se. Right. I'm saying the short is a, is a um, isn't it a certain ox. age? It's a certain age or no? It's a it's no. an ox from birth. Even they want. That's short. They're short. Okay. Short also. Yeah. Short. Okay. Short. Short. Do we do we translate these into current? Things? No. No. Kefil we would, but we would double payment. Yeah, but the, the, but no. ox is ox. We don't turn to a car. You pay don't pay five cars for your car. No, no, no. 
Okay, Gemara, ready? That's the Mishnah. Yeah. Okay. So first again, the Mishnah told us that kefil is more stringent than in that kefil you pay for everything, even inanimate objects, as opposed to which you only pay for short and ox. Sorry, okay, no problem. Okay. Ganav versus Gazlan. Yeah. Is Ganav just broad daylight or broad daylight and you see him and he takes you tried it? tried the Ganav. The Ganav is the one who tried to hide his theft. He's hidden, yeah. That's it. Gazlan. You said, Gazlan. you said Ganav, but okay. Gazlan. No, oh, Gazlan. Ganav versus Gazlan. I'm saying a Gazlan, does it have to be that you see him directly or it's just that fact that it's broad daylight? It, 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 that he is, it, it was it was possible to see him when he stole. So the guy comes and possible. steals the car in the middle of the day, even if you're not Gazlan. around, Gazlan. he's considered a Gazlan. Correct. Because the fact that People he, around, didn't care, he, see, he was brave enough where he didn't care where he was. Okay. Has nothing to do with actually seeing. Only when he's mahteret. That's when he's a ganav. He has to be hiding in the tunnel. He has to be trying to hide his theft. That's his ganav. He doesn't want to get caught. Right. The gazlan doesn't care to get caught. Right. Okay? Right. Good. Gemara. Gemara says like this. Ve'ilu midat tashlume kevel no heget ben beganav ben betoen ta'anat ganav Right? There was another stringency that the Mishnah seems to leave out. What was the stringency that was there? Potentially, we'll see. That that what? That the kefel will apply whether the guy was a ganav or he was to'en ta'anat ganav. What's to'en ta'anat ganav? Guy's a shomer. Shomer chinam for our purposes of conversation. And he likes the object. Hadid, the guy gave him a fountain pen, something Hadid loves it. Gorgeous fountain pen. He wants to keep it. But he's from Echinam. You mean like the mobile guy from the police chief? Oh, yeah. And then he says, he says, uh, no, he comes back to get, can I have the fountain pen? He said, oh, yeah, haram, it got stolen. I got stolen. Got stolen. To enter Anad Ganav. Now he's a Shomer Chinam, he's Patur from Geneva. Right. And then found out by Bet Din to be lying, he would have to pay Kefel. Right, that you would think. Now that is a distinction over Arba'ada Hamisha. That Eno Enoheg Ela Biganav, and it does not apply to Toenta Anat Ganav. Right. Okay. We saw this. We had this in verse yes. Correct. So the Gemara is now say that say now the fact that the Mishnah left out this distinction when you told me that there's a there's a stringency in Kefil over Arba'ada Hamisha in that Kefil you pay even for inanimate objects and you don't pay Arba'ada Hamisha only for sheep and ox. And it didn't list, oh, by kefel, you also would pay for tot in ta'anat ganav, which you wouldn't pay for ababa hamisha. So if I was what? a shomer hinam, it didn't list that. Huh? So if I was a shomer hinam and you left your cow with me, I said, wow, this is a hadid cow, I want to make a barbecue. Correct. Yeah. A barbecue. Correct. And then I said, oh, the cow was uh, stolen. Correct. Right. Correct. And, and I, don't, I don't pay for? That's correct. Why? You don't. Because you're not a ganav. It came to be a ganav and had to come into your possession be isur. A shomer got the item be hit there. And the toenta anat ganav is different. No, no, he wouldn't pay kefil. He wouldn't pay kefil even on the on the show on the set on the pot. So what does he pay? He pays the principal, the principal, the principal, the principal, principal, principal. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So says the <laughs> The fact that the Mishnah left out this distinction, misayel rebichia. But Abba, this that this Mishnah supports the Bichiyah Bar Abba. Why? Da'amar Bichiyah Bar Abba, Amar Yohanan, Hatoen Ta'anat Ganav BePikadon, Meshalem Tashlume Kefel, Tavach Umachar, Meshalem Tashlume Arba'a VeChamisha. Okay, he holds according to Bichiyah Bar Abba that if you Toen Ta'anat Ganav on a Pikadon, you would pay double, and on the sheep or the ox, you would pay four or five. 
Now the fact that the Mishnah didn't say that there's a distinction between the Kefil to the 4 or 5 where the Kefil you do pay by Tu'en Ta'anat Ganav and the Arba'ava Hamisha you don't pay infers that even the Arba'ava Hamisha you do pay. And that's a, that supports the Bichiyah Barabah because that's what he says. Good? So that's the barbecue. That's the barbecue. According to Bichiyah Barabah you have to pay 5. Right? But according to other opinions you don't. Right? So the Mishnah seems to support him because the Mishnah didn't write that there's a distinction between the Kefel and 4 or 5. The assumption is there is no difference. And if there's no difference, that means that you just like you pay the Kefel, you'd also pay 4 or 5 for 20 Ganav. And therefore it supports the Bichiyah Baraba. Good. Ika de Amre, version 2. Should we say that this is The first one is that it does support him, right? Now it's a Ika de Amre Lema. Shall we say it supports him? Why? And therefore, again, the same proof, or at least we try to say, the Mishnah is support for him because it doesn't make this distinction between the kefil versus the four or five. Says the no, no, that's not a good support. Why? Says mik tani en ben mirubek tani tana v'shiir. The wording in the Mishnah. Says the Mirube that Kefel is more stringent than Arba'ava Hamisha. It didn't say En Ben Kefel Arba'ava Hamisha. There is no difference between meaning. All it did was it pointed out a stringency. It doesn't mean that's the only stringency. Could be there's more. The Mishnah is not talking about it. If the Mishnah had said there is no distinction between Kefel and Arba'ava Hamisha other than Kefel you pay between Tana Ganav and Arba'ava Hamisha you don't. Then you have something to talk about. But it doesn't say that. It just says middle bed. And the fact that it didn't discuss this potential payment of four or five for Tuen Tana Ganav by the animal doesn't support it at all. It could be Tana Vishir. There are other stringencies also. And maybe the Tana didn't list them. And the other stringency would be against the Bichiyah Barabah, where you don't pay the four or five for the Tuen Tana Ganav. And therefore, no support. No support. Okay, fine. Next. But in general, yeah. his opinion is only going to be the one that, that they would still pay four and five. You would he, say that. The fact that he says that means that there's a opinion that disagrees with him, right? right? Yeah, I'm saying that it's just an opinion. The, really, the, the hachamim, I guess, would hold that it's... Correct. Okay. Otherwise, we would be having this conversation. Right, yeah. Okay. Good, the Mishnah says that kefel, you pay for to'enta anat ganav, right? That's what it told us. So the one I wants to know, minahanimili. How do you know you pay kefil for twenty not ganav? Where do you get that from? Right, the Torah says kefil for ganav. It didn't say anything about twenty not ganav. So where did you get that from? Right. So says the one like this: the Tanu Rabbanan. I'm going to read you the pasuk first. Okay, here's the pasuk. Pasuk goes like this: Al kol devar pesha, al shor, al hamor, al se, al salma, al kol aveda, asher yomar ki huze. Okay? This Pasuk says, on any type of pesha, sin, on an ox, on a donkey, on a sheep, on a dress, on any lost object, at that he says, this is mine. Ada Elohim to the judges We bring this to the case of the judges. Elohim, the judge, the one the judge finds guilty. He pays double. Okay, that's the pasuk pshat. Says the Gemara. How do I know to internet ganav pays kefel? The Tanur Rabbanan says pasuk. I'll call devar pesha. Call devar pesha. That's a very general right. statement. Any type of sin. 
That's klal, says the Gemara. That's a klal. Good. Al shor, al hamor, al se, al salma. Prat. Those are details now. You have a klal and a prat. Al kol aveda. At the end of the pasuk, any lost again, any. That's a general. That's a that's a general statement again. Hazar v'kalal. So this pasuk is built in the klal uprat uklal format. Right. And once I have a klal prat klal, I know what the rules are. What do I do? E ata dan prat. I look at the details of this pasuk and I say anything that has the same common denominator as these details is now included in this pasuk of kefel. Good. What's the common denominator between Shor, Se, uh, what's it, Shor, Se, Salma, and what's the other one? Hamor. Shor, Hamor, Se, Salma. What's the common denominator? Says the Gemara, you know what they are? Metal tail. They're movable objects. And Gufo, Mamon, they have intrinsic value. Af kol davara metal tail, the Gufo, Mamon. All things that are movable objects that have intrinsic value are now included in this pasuk of kefel. Okay, so if someone steals something that's a movable object that has intrinsic value and is found guilty by bedin will pay double. Says the matter, what am I excluding by building this cloud for? Cloud for yatsu karkaot that excludes land. that's not movable, so you can't be chayav based on the pasuk to pay kefel for stealing land. Yatsu avadim slaves. Why? Because we know the Pasuk in the Torah compares slaves to land because it says You transfer your, your slaves through your through inheritance like the land and therefore there's a comparison to slaves like land and just like land is not metaltel so we treat the Evid as not metaltel and therefore stealing a slave you don't pay double and yatsu shtarot documents Sha'af apisha metaltelin and Gufan Mamon. Even though they're movable, they don't have intrinsic value. A loan document doesn't have value. It represents value, but it itself has no value. And the money in our pocket has no value. It doesn't have intrinsic value. It's right. a promissory note. It has it has perceived value, but not value. And that was that would be excluded from Kefil, according to the Pasuk of the Torah. Okay? Gufan Mamon. It doesn't have intrinsic value. Okay, what else? Yatsah Hekdesh. Excluded also also from double is is hikdesh. But why? Because that was not part of the klal prat klal. But because the end of the pasuk says re'ehu, your friend hikdesh is not your friend, right. and therefore you don't pay double to hikdesh. Fine, fine. The qu- I, I mean, again, re'ehu kitiv. Period. No, I'm saying okay. I, mean, yeah. Hilea, I think it's just going on how you know it's on the bar chayim and not the bar chayim. Also, I think we. What do you mean? Let me the see. Manah, the initial Menahanim. Uh, the beginning of the, the beginning yeah. of the Mana? Yeah, I'm saying. Menahanimili, that what? Then, I'm saying this. Eh, ma- 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 okay, could be. That could be. That could be. We didn't deal with the Tuentana Ganav yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Makes sense. Makes sense. Menahanimili could be in the. Yeah. Who's that? Modern cash is not considered. Uh, Alberto, finally, I talk about money. You work out who's that? So it's oh, it's Max. So I thought it was Alberto. I'm making fun. Of, I'm making fun of Alberto. It's okay. No, so um, modern cash. Modern is cash is fiat currency, honey. It's not backed by anything other than a promise from the from the federal government to uh, to pay. Yeah, so it has, it has no intrinsic no value. Fulfill. It used to have, it used to have it used to represent gold gold, gold standards, standard, yeah, but not anymore. So now it's just a promissory. It has no value. It's the same as a loan document that has a number in it. It so doesn't no mean it doesn't mean anything. No. No, no kefir. No kefir. No someone steals cash, right? Halachi daf kamina is someone steals cash. Yeah, steals cash. He wouldn't pay double. He pays single. Yeah. Okay, fine.
Because it's only a promissory note? Yeah. It's not, it, has, it doesn't have intrinsic value. It has like to have a shot. As it's a gold. Not, as gold. A piece of someone stole a gold or yeah, a diamond. A diamond has intrinsic value. Right? But the, the paper money is paper. It's nothing. It's a promissory note. It doesn't have any value. Right? I mean, it, could look like, it could be looked like that. Looked at like that. No, not looked at it. It is that way. It certainly could be looked at uh, otherwise. If there's, a, if there's a call on the government to start paying out for all the bills that are in circulation, the government's broke. They don't I'm have that kind of money. How they pay you with what? With paper that has no value. It's a fiat currency. It's a promissory. But if I want to take that money and I want to buy gold, I could do that, right? Great, but when you have the great, and if the guy stole gold, then he's going to pay double. If he stole your money, he's only paying single. Okay. He's going to pay you money. He's right? going to pay you cash. The reason why you're paying cash and gold is because the gold is what has the value, right. not the money. Yeah. yeah. When we get to that, don't stop. That's like nightmare pedic. Right. When we get to that, as a half, very hard pedic. It's hard okay. to grasp in American yeah. currency. Yeah, because we yeah. Tr- we think it has intrinsic value, but it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, hold on. It's a check. It's exactly what it is. Right. It's a check. Right. Your check is a good example. Right. Check is a star. Right. It doesn't have intrinsic right. value. You write whatever number you want on it. Does it mean that that check is worth that money? No, it represents money. It's right. not money itself. Right. Right. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. So the now has a question. So that, so far, all we did was, I, I agree with Richie, that we're talking about that how do I know that I, careful applies to things that even don't have ruah hayim it, because it fits with the um, the klal prat klal in the klal prat klal is salma one of the pratim in there is a, is a dress it doesn't have ruah hayim all right and therefore I have to say that that's not a requirement because yeah. it's one of the pratim and therefore what other details that are required what are the common denominators required nothing it has to be movable and it has to have intrinsic value that's it okay. So now there's a question now. Well, if you look at the, the, the details, it seems to be another common denominator. What is that? Is that the carcass of this object in as the detail would transmit tum'ah of maga and masa if it was a nivila, was if it died without shikita. Aval ofot we should knock out birds. And I says, what are you talking about? Dress. A dress is doesn't have any but tumat uh, nivela. It's not alive. So that what 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 are you talking about? No no no. Amre anan hayim I was talking about maybe if the guy stole a live animal, it would need to also be an alive animal, right? That had the same characteristics as the other live animals in the list. Not if he stole something inanimate. I agree with you. He wouldn't have to. It would, but but if he stole, let's say, a goat, a, a bird, was what the gives an example as a bird. Maybe the bird would not be chayav kefil. Why? Because the items in the list are shor, hamor, se. Those, all their carcasses transmit to Mat Nevela if they died without shechita. So, okay. Why? What does that mean? Because because he says we we doresh each one of the details in the list in a klal prat klal format on its own. That's what he says. Look at Ashi. The the ha kol had the had klal uprat be'anpe nafsheda shina klomar heichad ika prategetire. Once there's multiple pratim, kol had the had marbeke and dide. Every one would add something similar to itself. Velo darshina kulo behade hadade. Right? 
Okay, so he's jumping ahead a little bit, Ashi, yeah. and he's talking about what's going to come up over there. And, and what he's saying over here is that we would take each one of these pratim and put them in between the klal on its own and be doresh them. Okay, and uh, I think we'll, we'll just pause here and we'll continue this tomorrow because it's, it's, it's a piece that goes almost to the bottom of the page. So right now we have a hanging question. What about birds? We'll continue tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen. The question is specific.